0: Welcome to hashtag love yourself. I'm your host, Jesse Jobson, and I'm going to guide you on your personal journey towards self love. Hi, my beautiful souls. Welcome back to hashtag love yourself. Uh, today we are going to talk about self image. We're going to talk about what it is. We're gonna talk about why it's so important, how it's created, and how you can build a beautiful self-loving self-image um, that you can be proud of. All right, let's dive in. So the first thing is what is self-image? And I noticed when I was doing my research that a lot of people were getting self-image and self-esteem kind of mixed up. And um, they were t- kind of trying to tangle the two, dif- two pieces together, which self-image definitely um, has a lot to do with your self-esteem, but it definitely is its own separate thing. And I'll go into why that is. So um, self-image is a personal view or a mental picture that we have of ourselves. It's kind of like the standard or the blueprint of ourselves. A lot of people um, call this um, like our self-beliefs, right? Our beliefs about ourselves. Um, So essentially, it's like the standard of who we are and what we're always um, projecting and always trying to get to. So the standard of who we think and who we believe we are um, doesn't just have to do with our looks. It has to do with um, a wide range of things, like even coming down to like our money, our circumstances, um, our like just our personality traits, like all these things. It's everything that we think is us. Is our self-image right it's so what you believe is you this like this um, image of what you believe is true about you that's what the self-image is and it's an interesting thing because you would think that as humans we um, can look into a mirror or we can see you know like how we're living and we can see different things in the world and we would just be looking back at that mirrored um, image that we see in the mirror when we look at ourselves. But it's actually the self image is something that's completely different than that. It's actually this separate thing that encompasses, like I said, everything from your personality to like, am I good at math? Am I good at relationships? Um, Am I bad at something? Like, I mean, it just encompasses everything. Am I rich? Am I poor? Like every single thing, it's like the image of the beliefs that you have of you. And so essentially, because if you think about it, what we believe, right, about ourselves, what you believe is what you project outward, okay? And what you project outward creates life and it creates your reality around you. So if you have a belief about yourself, right, like for example... If I believe, like if I'm like, oh, I'm ugly, right, and I um, have ugly eyes, like let's just say I have like this weird thing and I'm like, oh, I have ugly eyes, then I'm going to go and since I have that self-image of myself that I have ugly eyes, I'm going to go into the world living as if I have ugly eyes. Because to me, I believe, and my self-image is a true, it's the true um, version of who I am, right? Right for me. So even though someone else might look at me and think I have like the most amazing, gorgeous eyes in the whole world, to me, if I believe that I have ugly eyes, I will always see my eyes as ugly eyes. And that will be like, I. and usually, right, uh, what you believe about yourself, you project it so dominantly that others begin to see what you portray and project about yourself. Not always, you know, like there'll be times where people will see outside of your view, right? And they'll, you know, share that with you or whatever with a compliment or things like that. But, but, you know, like the person that thinks they have ugly eyes, I mean, that they'd probably be wearing glasses all the time and trying to cover up their eyes and just being shy of their eyes and not, you know, showing off their eyes because they don't feel like their eyes are beautiful. They really believe that they're ugly. So, um, how is this? How is a self-image this, this thing that's like a, a mental thing and this mental belief about us? How is that created? Right. Well, how that's all created is through um, our past experiences. So through our lifetime, right? When you come in as a baby and you're born this beautiful baby, and let me tell you, I don't care what anybody says. Every single soul, every baby that's born, you're a beautiful creation. Um, and I know beauty is like in the eye of the beholder. So people would beg to differ about that with me, but I really do believe that every single soul that comes, it's like this beautiful creation, right? Beautiful, um, life coming into this world. And from that moment, every experience helps shape and mold this view of ourselves and this belief system that we have about ourselves. Um, And so as children, children are really, really impressionable and they are really um, good at believing people, right? You can like, you can change a child's mind very easy. So that's why, the, from ages zero to six, it's really, really important to um, be really kind and really watch what you say around a child from zero to six because they will pick up on the things you say and the things you say to them about them, right, and about the world, and they will pick those up and keep those with them for life. So that is something um, that actually shapes and, and it goes on through your whole entire life, um, usually the core memories is what will shape your um, self-image predominantly. So you'll have either maybe a traumatic experience or you'll have a positive experience. But something that... Um, A memory that kind of sticks with you or makes you feel like in a in that circumstance it made you feel a specific way and then you picked up on that and you carry it with you for the rest of your life like that is me like either like let's say you have a teacher um, and you weren't doing really good on your math problems and the teacher's like man you're really bad at math and then for the rest of your life you just tell yourself I'm bad at math so your self-image then becomes I'm bad at math. And even though you are completely capable, just like any other human being, you'll get frustrated when you come up to problems on math. And instead of solving and pushing through those problems, you'll just give yourself the label, I'm bad at math. So that's why it's really, really important as like parents or caregivers and loved ones of young children to really not give them big labels, right, that hold a lot of power because um, it can essentially be something that they hold on to for the rest of their life and you might not even know it. I um, like I know that there's things for me that are in my self-image that came from times when someone said something to me and I didn't even make a comment back. I didn't I didn't say a thing a word to them and I literally think about that thing that they say every time something comes up regarding like the spe- the specific situation, right? Um and it's true like people's words stick with you. So just remember that. So that's how it's happening. That's how we're forming these. And um the good news is that we don't have to like we can evolve, right? We don't have to keep our self-image the same. And it, and essentially actually our self-image is actually always evolving. So Um, You know, you go through different things in life. And like I said, those core memories or those core moments will shift the self-image in a big way to more prominent, like where you can actually see usually people's lives change in an instant, right? And their their personality or their looks or their behaviors or the things around them just change quickly. And it's usually because they have like a core instance where something happens, someone, something um, shakes a belief that they had. Um, changes the belief of that core image of themselves and that image then changes. So then they start going towards a different version of who they believe now that they are, right? Um, So why is this this self-image thing? Because, you know, just as like our beliefs, right? But why is it so powerful? Like why does it have such a big hold and big grip on who we are as people, how our life plays out, why is self image so critically important in who we are? Um, and the reason why is because what ends up happening is, uh, there's, so if you've ever heard of, I'm going to mess up on how to say it, but it's, uh, oh gosh, I was practicing it before this video too. And here I am. Um, Servo mechanism that that's how you say it so if you if anybody's ever read the book it's a really good read I haven't read it but I've done the cliff notes and just like I think I'm gonna that's gonna be my next read um it's the psycho um cybernetics by um Maxwell Maltz it's like a, and it's this whole theory about your self-image essentially right and he was a plastic surgeon and what happened is that he would notice that he would like fix like a scar on people's face or he'd give them a nose job or whatever, right? He would fix them like aesthetically. And then what would happen is that some people would be completely like a completely different person. Like they would have like this complete change in their personality and like how they like showed up in the world they maybe they were an introvert and they became an extrovert and they were just like loving themselves. Or some people, they still felt ugly. And it even though on the outside, they completely different change in the, in the 3d reality, they were looking completely different. They had no change. And it's because he recognized that there was like this self image. And some people were those, the plastic surgery was changing the self image for them. And then some people, they just kept um, a hold of that deep self image and they never veered from it. So the, um, sir, I'm going to see every time I'm going to say this, I know it's going to be a bugger in this video. Um, oh gosh, sir. A mechanism, servo sort of mechanism. <laughs> Dang it, servo <laughs> so mechanism um, in our brains is like an autopilot. So just like we always talk about the subconscious, right, running our minds and the stuff that's deep seated—that's not in your conscious mind, it's in your subconscious mind—is um, running. It's running everything towards that self-image that you have. So just imagine like um, your self-image, almost like a destination for an airplane. So just like an airplane can go on autopilot and fly itself to the destination, it doesn't need um, pilots, right? And um, to do the work the whole entire time, it's the same exact thing. So for example, so think of your subconscious as the servo mechanism, just kind of like on the airplane, right? The autopilot, um, our destination is equivalent to our self-image. So whatever you believe of yourself is wherever you're going. So let's say we're going from PDX to Hawaii, right? We're gonna like fly over to Hawaii. Well, so since that self-image is Hawaii, anytime there's turbulence in a, in the flight, right? When the when the pilots get up in the air and they put it on autopilot or they put it on the servo mechanism, right? It's it goes. To that self image or to that destination, regardless, right? Like anytime there's turbulence, so, or um, maybe someone gives you an opposing belief to your own belief, right? About your self image, right? Even though there's that turbulence, your subconscious or your server mechanism is always going to recourse you right back to that self image that you have. So if you change, like, you know, like if you want to change your Like what you, like how you always act or what you look like or where you're going in life or your beliefs essentially about yourself. You have to change your self image because if you don't change your self image, your subconscious, which is 80% of your thoughts are subconscious. They're not even conscious thoughts. Isn't that crazy? The amount of your thoughts daily are 80% subconscious and you're not even recognizing that you're, you're thinking those and you're vibrating on, the, on those thoughts, right? If 80% is on autopilot, which is the servo mechanism that we're talking about, if 80% of your thoughts are um, attached to that destination, which is your, your self image, then the only way to change where you're going on a big level, like on a large level is to change that self image, right? And so it's, it's essentially, if you think about it, it's like, your ceiling of like what you're capable of. And if you believe that you are, you know, I mean, I could give you a million examples. If you believe that you're, you can't be an MBA star. Um, it, if you believe that you're too short to be in the MBA, if you believe, you know, like if you believe that your voice isn't good enough for, to be a famous singer, if you believe, you know, you're only good enough to uh, be a housewife. If you only believe, you know, all these things, I could give you a million things. That is what you are always on autopilot. Your subconscious, your servo mechanism is going to be rerouting you to. And that's your ceiling. That's like where you tap out. So the cool thing, the cool thing about all of this is that we have control. And we have power to change our self-image. So unlike all of the other animals on our planet, right? Like the one thing that distinguishes us different from any other animal on this planet is our imagination, right? Our mental mind to be able to imagine, to be able to create consciously with our mind. And, you know, when we're kids, we're really good at it. We can... Um, pretend that we are the princess and the prince is coming to save us and you know and we're the most beautiful princess in the land right and we have all these things to believe with our imagination well so that book and that author talks a lot about using your imagination right taking your imagination and using it to your ability using it to change those beliefs that you have about yourself that that self-image right that you're all that your subconscious is always pushing you towards right so let's change let's tap in and change that self-image you know we don't have to just based off of what we've experienced in life say oh that's it for me right? I had three boyfriends and they all were abusive and now that's all I get for the rest of my life is abusive men. No, that's not what you get, right? Just because you've experienced things doesn't mean that that is the reality for the rest of your life. Let's change that self-image, right? Sometimes we're not even even aware of the fact that we have like a negative self-image. And I think that that's really important to think about too is like, um, if you're not conscious about like really how you truly dig deep and feel about yourself then this self-image you're gonna be really separated from it right and you don't even know the destination of who you are of like what is happening to you right and then you're constantly surprised why you have you know things going wrong and you're not ever getting to what you desire and it's because You're so far disconnected from who you are and what your goal and self-image is of what you want to be that you end up, you know, just being every, the accumulation of all the sums of everything that have ever happened to you or you've ever been told. And to me, I'm going to tell you this is that that's not a good enough life for me. I didn't come down here to just experience what I've been through. I came to experience the best of the best, the top of the top, and that's going to happen, right? And and that's going to be my ceiling. That's my self-image. And um, I think everybody on this planet has the same, you know, like capability. And we all have different desires. We all have different dreams. Let's tap into that. Let's be the best versions of us in this life. Let's make a pact right here, right now to be the best us, you know? And I think that's really what this, this whole self-image Thing comes down to is like, are you satisfied, right? Are you satisfied with what the output that you've been receiving in this lifetime? And not to say that it's horrible, right? Not to say that it's awful and it's bad, but you know, are you ready for more? Cause I sure as hell know I am. So let's get on that train. Okay. So how can you improve your self-image? Let's go over some steps to get that done. Let's get in there, sister or brother. Um, okay. First thing you have to believe in your ability to change your self image. So uno or numero uno, believe you have to believe that you can do this. Um, and once you believe, then you're halfway there, right? Next, um, use your imagination. So in our imagination, right, we can, we can, we can create this self image of ourselves. We can uh, tap into consciously what we believe the self-image is gonna be, right? And what this self-image is. And one of a really, really strong way to do that is through synthetic experience. And I don't know if you've ever heard of synthetic experience, but let me tell you, synthetic experience is amazing and everybody's done it to some sort of level, but I use this on a daily basis. And let me tell you, it's changed my life. So essentially what you're doing is you're creating what you like in your brain what you want. So if you want something, visualizing it in your brain. So your brain doesn't know the difference between a memory, um, it doesn't know the difference between real life, and it doesn't know the difference between something you're making up. So something you're visualizing yourself. So that's why this is actually a tool that famous people use, that athletes use, that billionaires use on the regular. The people that are not in the regular masses use this on a regular basis. They use synthetic experience. And what they do is if you've ever heard of like, um, like a baseball player, right? Um, he does practice physically out, you know, in the field, but he also spends time in his mind, practicing in his head. And they've done studies after studies that shows that people actually doing this, The activity in your brain, not physically doing it like in their 3D reality, actually does, the synthetic experience actually creates this um, amazing... Like all the, all the same stuff is happening in your brain. All of the chemicals are, are firing off, right? As if you were actually experiencing it in real life. And so your brain doesn't know the difference, right? And so when you're doing that, not only is it like on an energetic frequency, are you, um, actually putting out the vibrations of it happening. And that's how they talk about in like law of attraction. If you like do like, you know, visualization, that's like what this essentially is. If you're doing that, then you're, you're bringing it to you because you're bringing the feeling. And that's the whole goal is like, you want the feeling of whatever you're trying to to bring into your life. Right. So essentially, if you use this, right, we can use this in a way that creates this self-image too. So we can think of our self-image of ourself and really change our beliefs about who we are. So do it enough times and just a thought is, a, or a belief is a thought that we just kept thinking. So if you just keep thinking things on a regular basis, it becomes a belief. It becomes like a neural pathway in your brain, right? So they So this is the thing. Some people are like, well, but if I think that I want to be a millionaire, right? And I think about it, if I do the synthetic experience a couple times, then why isn't it happening, right? Well, and of course, that's, it doesn't happen that way. Like we don't, you can't just think of yourself as a millionaire a few times in a synthetic experience, and then poof, you're a millionaire, right? It's not, that's not how the world works. But if you have your self image as I have the ability to be very rich, and I am going to rich richness is me I am rich like I am rich right then you can use this and then when circumstances arise right in your reality you do have to take action so that is the key that then you do there is a part to play in that right and you you can't be held back by your limiting beliefs and your fears to not go ahead and do things and take the action that the universe presents you right um So, just remember that your beliefs are like little hypnotists. So, they're gonna put you under like this mental spell. So, whatever you believe, you even like if you're super strong, like physically, if you have a belief that you're weak, you won't be able to do things like you wouldn't be able to do it right and it's so crazy like they have those experiences where like like moms like lift up a car on her own to get her baby out of there because you don't think you're that strong right until there's a moment where you have to be that strong and then like in a critical moment a core moment and you then need to do anything right you can you're physically you can actually do those things but we just don't believe we don't have the the self-image on a regular basis, that we can do those things. So we don't. Does that make sense? I'm asking you questions like you can respond. Okay. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Okay. Next, another thing, um, a bit of advice when you're trying to improve your self-image is learn more about yourself. So I think that is one of the biggest things is like when you dig deep into who you are, you will find so many beautiful things that it's not even funny. You will find like, like the beauty that will like blow your mind, right? When you start digging into who you are, because like we are these amazing souls, unlimited beings in these human bodies. And when you start digging into you, you start finding like, and discovering all these things that you just fall in love with. And that's the thing, that's the key to the self image is fall in love with yourself, fall in love with what you look like, your reflection in your mirror right? So they say every time you walk into a party, look in the mirror before you go see people and smile. Even if it's a fake smile, doing that will like change your whole demeanor, your whole presence. And it'll make people, it'll project out something different to people than what you would project out if you didn't do that. So when you look in the mirror, smile at yourself, do that whole, um, I don't know if I ever said it in one of my other podcasts, but do the whole exercise where every time you see your Self, for the next um, 30 days, give yourself a high five in the air, in the, in the mirror. It really does send off so many loving, happy things within your brain. Um, start loving yourself, right? Um, in more ways than one, um, find, find up all the beautiful things that you love, to do and explore those and and when you do all these things and you start falling in love with yourself you end up having a positive image it's just a natural chain reaction um bob po- proctor is a big promoter of self-image and he says that one of his tricks is that he takes um he looks around and takes from everyone else around him so he will um, look at all the people that he loves and admires, and he will say, oh my God, I love the way that person dresses, and, and I want to own as many suits as they do, right? So essentially, if you just act like this new self-image, even if you don't truly believe it all the way, right? If you just put these goals of this new image of you out there, and that is your 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 goals to be that self-image it sets things in motion and sets change in motion and um, I kind of know just from like naturally doing what Bob Proctor was talking about I've done it myself where you know like you you find beautiful things about other people and you aspire to be similar right like I remember I have this one person that was in my life who she was so gorgeous and she was so pretty and she took care of herself she was like really into like her beauty and like her beauty products and just always taking care of herself really well and it was more than just like physically taking care of herself it was like almost like a self-love where um she would you know spend time shopping and that was important she like scheduled that time for herself because that was a priority for her like making sure that she had like the clothes that she desired and liked and I just found a lot of like beauty in that. And I looked up to that and I admired that. And I remember taking that on as one of the things that like I changed about myself as I grew older, I, you know, looked up to her and I like followed her, her lead and I just did the things that she did. And, And then now I've, like, if I look back on, like, photos of myself, like, you can see a physical change because, like, I took her, um, like, the parts of her beauty, um, aspect of that part and I, and I applied them to my self-image and it changed, um, it changed my self-image of, like, what I believe about myself is true now. So, so you can do that on many different things. It doesn't have to just be your outside looks. It can be, um, you know, like a skill set that you want, you desire. Like if you see someone that's really good at something, um, you can, you know, learn to do that skill set and aspire to have that image of how they are so good at it that you will be so good at it too, that you have that ability as well. Because remember, though the world is your oyster and you are an unlimited being. So treat yourself as such. Make your self-image unlimited. And I promise you, you will live the life of your dreams and the life that you came down here to live. So let's stop playing small. Let's play big. And let's live the best life. All right. I hope you had a wonderful time. I hope you learned something. Uh, Take this with you. Grow. And um, yeah, love yourself because I love you. All right. Take care. Bye.